One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Welcome to the Gossip Gaze podcast with me, Danny Beard. And me, John Lee. This is our Sloppy Seconds. It's our extra special second weekly release. And I'm still joined by pop icon, S-clubber, theatre star, and very out and proud homosexual. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> John Lee from S-club, everyone. Hi. Can we have a round of applause? Yay! You don't have to round of applause yourself, no, baby. Do you know what? Um, thank you so much for joining us on here. It's so such a weird like thing that you know. I used to. St- I don't want to make you feel old, but you were p- a massive part of my childhood, and now hopefully I'm a part of your life. Do you listen to the show? I do listen to the show. I do listen <laughs> I knew to you it. Did. I That's why I asked. No, you. I know you did. <laughs> it was a very self, very self-serving. Question. You kicked yourself with excitement. Then I know. You, you had to say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I don't get this excited often, but it's just, I think for some, if someone like me, like, it's just so nice that people who had an impact on your life, then somehow they know, not, know who you are. That's really cheesy. No, I know, I know what you mean, though. Do you know what, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Is there anyone course. that you felt like that with growing up that you got to meet? Not that, I'm sorry. Do you know what I mean? That I got to meet? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I would say the only person I've been actually properly starstruck where i couldn't speak i was so starstruck was annie lennox wow she's got such a weird aura about her that she's so sort of calm yeah and it was a it was a random day anyway because we was we was in a she was doing a concert with the eurythmics um at the staple center in los angeles and we got invited to go and i just met jack nicholson in the corridor it was one of those days where she knows everybody do you know what i mean and then you go into her room and it's really zen there's like a buddha on the thing and it's candles and stuff and she was just so calm and it just I couldn't think of anything to say. Literally, like, went completely dumb. Couldn't speak. I think I would be, like, complete. I did... I've only been completely dumb-dumb. Once at Zara, when the guy... I looked up at the check here, and he was the most beautiful man I'd ever seen. And, I, and, he, and he, like, said, you know, like, 40 99 or whatever. And I went... <laughs> I hate that. And I, 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 I then knew I was doing it and yeah. got redder and redder and redder until I looked like a piece of beetroot and I just stood there. But I think the only other person I would really be like that is if I ever met Adele. Or Amy Winehouse, but she's no longer here. So I'm mm. not going to bump into Amy Winehouse. I went to school with her. I will, really? I, well, I yeah. knew that and I was going to ask because you went to Lane. Uh, uh, Sylvia. Sylvia Young, yeah. sorry. Um, so I wanted to take you all back because um, you're a musical theatre kid. Yeah. And you were in Oliver. 
Yeah, I did Oliver when Oliver was my first job when I was about twelve. So talk to me from being a musical theatre kid to turning into a pop kid because you were a kid really when you started in acting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did. I did Oliver in London, and then I went to Silver Young Theatre School, and then did a few little bits and bobs. Did I was in EastEnders for about six months. Yeah, I, was, like, I saw that 15. on your Wikipedia last night when I was in bed, actually. Yeah. I was like, what? Do you remember Nigel? Nigel with the curly hair? Actually, I've never watched it. Oh, well, so I don't want to be that girl. Anyway. Yeah, so I was but, his, yeah, you was his daughter's... No, I was his daughter's boyfriend. Oh, God. I was only in it for a little bit. We sort of like came in... Me and my mum came in to sort of like take them out sort of thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That was Did you enjoy experience. doing a soap? I got a chance to do a bit of a soap and it was one of my f most fun jobs I've ever done. It's good. It's quite nerve-wracking though because yeah. they work like that. Shared do you know what I mean? Through. It's like, right, quick, go, next. Do you know what I mean? So if you fuck up your lines and you can feel everyone go... <sighs> yeah. like you need to be like quite on it. So it's yeah. quite nerve-wracking. But it's and fun I just, though. And I don't know if anything, your experience was anything like mine, but we would be getting, oh, here's the new script. And then it was like, when are we doing this scene? Oh, they call them sides. When are we doing this? And they'd be like, um, that's your next scene. And I'd yeah. be like, <laughs> going over the new script. And, like, and it's like minor changes that'll throw you. Yeah. But luckily for me, I just kind of was like, okay, that's the gist of the line. I'll just, <laughs> say, exactly. just say As long as know. the beginning and the end is all yeah, right, that's you know, fine. Yeah. Like, I, what, my point is here, I'm going to be telling someone that they're a slag, so I'm just as long as that. Like, Nailed you, it. You yeah. hit that. <laughs> um, but you, uh, what was, oh, this is such a big question to answer, but what did you feel like going into S Club? As a, as, did you, knew, did you know at that point you were, would you say you were gay, queer? Yeah, yeah, I knew you I was knew gay. then. Because I remember when I met H from Steps the first time, I asked him the same question because it was a different time. People didn't come out. Yeah. And you didn't come out till when was it? It was like 20. After, after yeah, it, yeah. it was after it all. When it all finished. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any kind of regrets for that or did it feel right for the time? It was right for the time because you think back in the 90s, it's like mm -hmm. sort of like the, when the tabloids were, Sort of at the high point. Demonized. And you used to be outed, you know what I mean? It was yeah. it was on the front page of the, you know, gay, and it wasn't like a positive thing, you yeah. know what I mean? And it was one of those things that you sort of felt like you had to, you didn't talk about it and you kept it to yourself. And I was only a kid as well. I was only 15 uh -huh. when I got into S Club. Yeah. Um, so you didn't really talk about stuff like that anyway. But it put the fear of God into me. I will, it terrified me, absolutely terrified. I was so frightened of being outed that I kind of went the other way and just, didn't put myself out there at all. Um, Do you feel like it stole a part of you for a while? I don't <coughs> want to put words in your mouth. Not, but like you couldn't go, I presume, go out with the band after a gig and, you know, Rachel Stevens hypothetically has got her legs around some hot man. <laughs> you want your legs around a hot man. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it was, I was just too frightened. I just and wasn't there was no brave such enough. thing as grinder. You couldn't have a blank profile. So did you just, just didn't happen. lock didn't that side if you were away? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really sort of feel comfortable enough to sort of date guys and stuff until I'd left S Club and was in the theatre then. Do you know what I mean? I went back into the theatre straight away. Um, and it wasn't until it all sort of calmed down that I felt more comfortable enough to kind of put myself out there a bit. And did the band know? Were they comfortable? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone was. Everyone, I remember when I told Joe the first time, I told her I was bisexual. She went, yeah, and the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She went, yeah, and the rest. I was like, yeah, all right. Oh, and I remember come. when I told Bradley, he was the one I was worried about the most because, you know, he's a South London boy yeah. and I didn't quite know how he was going to take it and stuff. And I remember there was one guy I'd been flirting with like that and he was like, He's your man friend, isn't it? <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, he was. Everyone has been so cool, so supportive. I love that. Yeah. And it, do you think it? Obviously, it's different for people now. But if you could relive it again, would you want to change that? 
side of it. <clears throat> if I was if I was older, then yeah. yeah. I think being 15, 16, I was still figuring, figuring myself out. out and everything like that. And also we're trying to figure out, you were, I was suddenly in the spotlight on the world stage. You know, and it wasn't just people in my town would know I was gay. It would be people all over the world knew I was yeah. gay. And I wasn't ready for that at all. Um, but if I'd have been maybe 21 back then, yeah. then yeah, I would have been a bit more comfortable to come out, I think. And like you just said, like it was a world stage and it really was like it. It was such an, an, a mad time for pop and pop culture because you what you weren't ever just a singer in a band. You became a singer in a band, uh, a poster star, a TV star, a film star. You, you, there was nothing off limits. It, it, no. You went from zero to 150. Yeah. In, Seconds. But the TV show that we filmed, like when we filmed it, I remember watching a couple of episodes back and thinking, God, this is really shit. This is really crap. And it was uh, shown in 120 countries. It was like the number one kids TV show in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like we used to get 100 million viewers a week. That's just crazy. Which is nuts. That's yeah. And it was, mental. and again, for obviously if there's any younger people that listen and are watching any of the social clips, it was a time before social media. Yeah. So the only real way you could make an impact was to do as much as you could possibly do. Yeah. It must have been so stressful, especially those seven of you. You think of all the groups that fall out, that end up becoming, hating each other for a bit, then becoming friends again and all of that. And there's only two or three of them. Must have been hard to keep seven of you in line and in check. And I'm not. I'm, this isn't me probing to say. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Fell out with who? But do you think now, looking back on it, you? you had a good group of people around you to be able to do that. We with. did. Our management company were brilliant as well. It was 19 back then, the XIX now. Um, but they, I think the, the plan was just keep us working so hard so we didn't have time to sit around and argue with each other and piss each other off. We yeah. really didn't. It was, you'd be in one place, right, next place, next place, next place. But you didn't get chance to appreciate it and enjoy it which I'm so grateful for now, like doing the tour and stuff. Yeah. I could really sit back and go, this is incredible. This is amazing. And really take it in. Whereas before we'd be doing a tour and we'd be getting scripts for the TV show that we were filming next month. Do you know what I mean? So it was, you was always thinking what's next. And did you ever get a time to, like you say you didn't get time to enjoy it, but did you even get time to see any of these places? Because I know, I mean, I'm (laughs) not on any, (laughs) I don't think I'll ever be on that kind of level (laughs) of what you've done and do. I, I'm only in bloody Hull. I don't get to see it. <laughs> Never mind Miami and X, Y, and Z. Did yeah, you... we we would be working from literally sun up to sundown, and then some. If we were promoting a single or something, we'd be, you know, you do something in London, then fly to Paris and do something there, and then go to Berlin and then somewhere else, and in a day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's crazy. And do you do you mind me asking? Do you have anyone that you enjoy? You can enjoy all this with now. Have you been able to? Well, partner. Yeah. No. No, so you're no, still no. single and Yeah, looking. still single. But I'm actually really happy. Okay. I haven't had, I haven't been on a date in a, like, I would say nearly five years, but over five years. Is that nerve? Kind of, like, is that nerve? Um, for you? Is that... No, I think it's, I kind of, <laughs> I think everyone we can, has. We can also <laughs> just chat and we can cut this shit out if you don't want to. No, 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 I don't mind. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed at all. It's, uh, I think everyone has sort of, like, the amount of sexual partners they're supposed to have in their life. And I think I fulfilled my quota. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie, bitch, we never fulfill it. We're gay, we never fulfill it. I think it. I, ticked off, I ticked off all my boxes like very, very early on. So by the time I was 35, I was like, oh, I'm kind of done here, yeah. Good for you. But mm. you now live the ultimate life, I feel like. But you, you live out in the middle of nowhere. I do, yeah. With how many dogs? 
Uh, I, for three dogs, and my mum's got one as well. So there's four That's dogs. So cute. Yeah. For I love me, it. that would be my ideal situation in 10 years. And I would love parrots around me and goats and dogs. Yeah, me too. You keep parrots I want a pig, pigs you want and a goats. Pig? Pigs and goats, yeah. I would I'm just love. obsessed. And a donkey. Donkeys as well. The only thing is I wouldn't want to shovel the shit. Oh, no, see, I quite enjoy that. <laughs> I, I really need to just build my boyfriend's mind up into shoveling shit. <laughs> it's taking care of it, do you know what I mean? That's what I get the joy of, is taking care of the animal. So. But that's, that's exactly what I'm like, and I think that's why I love plants and animals yeah. and all of that. And I think, I don't know if it's a queer thing, but I, I know so many, like this whole plant daddy thing, I think there's so many queers and gay people that we love caring for stuff. And I always wonder what's the psyche behind it. Is it the way we're trapped when we grow up and we just want that love and then when we're old enough to be able to give that to something, we give it, give to, it to our, plant. our plants. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, our dogs or our partners or our life. You know what I yeah. mean? I, I, I we're sensitive, we're sensitive creatures. Now, we are we sensitive. Are. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of love to give, whether you're giving it to a human being or a dog or a cat or whatever. It's still yeah. love. I agree. And also, I just, I, when you were talking then about the new tour mm. um, and saying you now get to kind of appreciate it and see all the fans and you've kind of been able to do your own thing and come back. What I loved about the tour is looking around and seeing kids, and I mean kids, singing the songs that you, they weren't an itch in their dad's pants when these songs were out. Yeah. Is that not? next level nuts to look out and see and I, I, can, I can only imagine you can probably only see the first two rows until they light the room up and then you go shit yeah but when you look around that room and you see kids that you know didn't experience it the first time what's that feel like for yeah i mean to be, over the last 25 years still seeing clips of people dancing to reach for the stars or at the end of a panto they're playing reach for the stars yeah. or never yeah. didn't come true or do you know what i mean or kids the kids shows at school and they're, they're their first dance class they're yeah. learning reach for the stars. it's beautiful it's amazing absolutely amazing my mind would be like this better be going through royalties <laughs> <laughs> mine does there's, right? five, there's five jobs to feed yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. that'll be three p please thanks do you know can i i wanted to ask you this question um what is the question you get asked the most that you freaking, you're like, here we go again? What does the S stand for? Does that annoy you? It used to. The people don't really ask it anymore, yeah. but it used to. What does it stand for? Fuck knows. I have no idea. I didn't call it. It's, not, it's yeah. not my band. Do you know what I mean? I didn't call have it. Have you it's made called... answers up in the past? Yeah, we used, we, just... used to say, we used to say it can be anything you want it to be. Oh, great. It can be sex club or it can be silly club or oh, sassy club or whatever. Did a yeah. PR team come up with that or you just yeah, that? Yeah, PR but, yeah. team, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love like that. Like full, full day of media training to come out with that one. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, is there anything else we want to hit, by the way? Sorry, I'm I just chatting really. I'm Go just, on, Lily May. Well, I wanted to ask because I'm like, um, I've always been like a massive fangirl. That's like in my DNA. So I was a huge S Club fangirl. Are we talking then, posters? Yeah, posters, all that sort of stuff. I did the dance routine. I want Lunchbox. Yeah, anything, anything my mum and dad could get, you know, their hands on, uh -huh. really. No, not that we could afford loads. But <laughs> I then I then obviously, like, you go through the cycles of who's the big band at the time and stuff. And I think we don't get it necessarily in the same way now. But I was thinking about maybe what goes through your mind when you saw a band like One Direction or Little Mix and then how crazy it is for them. Like what that must be like for you knowing what that was like seeing that and especially then you've got all the social media stuff yeah. on top of that like how did you feel watching other bands knowing what you had gone through I mean even with S Club Juniors for example like 
you're going to watch that after having that experience. <laughs> you're going to pass the, pass the baton on. Um, it's weird. And I'm, I'm really glad, actually, that we did it in a time where there wasn't social media. Do you know what I mean? Because you could do something... It, it, Social media now, you've just got to be, it's constantly putting stuff out, isn't it? It's the constant, thing with social constant, media constant. Is it, it's not normal to be able to see it inside everybody's head. Yeah. You put something out and your fans will consume it. And now you put something out and your fans will consume it. But you'll also get the people that were never going to consume it. And yeah. Like you tell you that you're fat and you're horrendous and you're ugly and you're untalented. So exactly. Yeah. 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 There's that. a lot. There's a lot of that as well. But I think it's also, I, I used to like the fact that we'd rehearse something and then it was a secret, you know what I mean? Then you put it out into the world. Whereas now they want to see the whole pro, they want to see yeah. the rehearsal, they want to see you rocking up to the rehearsal studio, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like every fucking step, the whole way. Yeah. So that's a little bit weird to get my head around. And has that been, on piggying on, on the back of Lily May's question, has that been a bit of a difference for you with this tour? That now, oh, okay, so when the last time I came into rehearsal, I could... <laughs> look rough and be in me scruffs and now there's a camera crew and there's, there's yeah, a social yeah, media yeah. team has that been a, a learning you're curve, always you told you know potentially whenever you go into work even if it's just rehearsals or whatever you potentially you're going to be on camera yeah. do you know what I mean so you always be prepared to and like you say I used to rock up like hanging do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like eye, eye out here but um yeah so you always have to be prepared that you're going to be filmed and not to look too much like a bastard. <laughs> I mean, I do that here, and this is a, this is our own podcast. But I do that here. Some days I come in and I look look at the camera and I think, "Oh fuck, girl, you look bright. Girl, look how orange you look." <laughs> <laughs> and then some other days I come in and I'm like, "I've got bags bigger than Tesco." Do you know what I mean? But we live, we roll. Yeah. Um, when you kind of look back and you and you've got all this, you've had this amazing resurgence, which I hope you don't mind me using that no, terminology. Um, what are some of the key things that just stand out to you as like I fucking did that? Because I don't think we people give themselves enough credit. We're British people. Yeah. We all want to be humble, even when we brag. It's a humble brag, you know. What are some of the things you look back and you go, if I fucking went tomorrow, I fucking did that honestly all of it like when i look back now because like i said before we didn't really have time to appreciate it but now you can sit there and look back and go fuck that was i can't believe i did that and i watched um miami sevens back on bbc iplayer and i watched a few episodes of the other day and i actually got quite emotional because i don't remember being that young wow. i was a kid like, i look yeah. at this tiny boy yeah. and he was a child and i was like i can't believe he did that like it's amazing I'm actually really proud of myself. You should be. Yeah. I, and I think, it's you, like, Lily May sat there beaming. We're sat there beaming. You've been such a massive part of everyone's life. And I think that's why people are coming out to these shows now, living their best life. It's that, what's the word when you... Nostalgia. Nostalgia. It's, you know, it's nostalgic and it brings back all these amazing feelings for people. Mm. And you get to give them that again. We had some great... Um, <laughs> we did all the meet and greets and stuff before the shows. Yeah. And so many people... Um, came and said, you know, your music helped me through a really difficult time in my life. Or um, if Dusty Ray Bottoms messaged me on Insta yeah. the other day and was like, you have no idea how much, like, don't stop, never give up, hold your head high and reach the top. Those lyrics, she said that was like a mantra for her. And so many people, I was bullied at school, I was this and that, but I used to watch your TV show and felt like I was part of a gang. Yeah. And it helped a lot of people. And when I was in it, I didn't realise that. Do you know what I mean? So it's quite nice. How much at the start compared to near the end slash the resurgence now, did you have an input? Because a lot of people say, oh, it's a time of manuf manufactured pop, yeah. which, you know, there is a se section of that. But how much did you, did as you grew, did the, the power grow? I no, it was, it was an absolutely manufactured band and I, there's no shame in that. Do no, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was really successful. It was like, you know, if I 
when I went into Les Mis, I don't tell Cameron Macintosh how to do the show. Of course. I was hired to yeah. be part of a show. I was hired to be John from S Club. Yeah. That's how I have to think of it. You know what I mean? So it's it's not my show. It's not my gig. I love I, that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Um, those people who are more educated than I am and more savvy business-wise to know how it all works. And I don't. I was 15. So <laughs> yeah. What the fuck do I know? Do you know what I mean? Turn so, up, do your job, get exactly, the money, care. Exactly. Get your money, get home. Yeah. I love that. I was going to say, when you were, so when you were 15, you were doing this band and you were being the person that people were fangirling over. But that is like such a prime age to be a fangirl. Were you not fangirling over anyone or were you too busy doing S Club and doing all these different things? I was, the a weird, you liked? I was sort of a weird kid anyway. Like I didn't really listen to any, I still don't to be fair, like anything that's in the charts now. Like my, I grew up on Motown and Dino Ross and the Supremes oh, and all that kind of stuff. So that they were my idols Camp. growing up. I love and, it. You know, most people had like, you know, pop stars on the wall. I had animals, like posters <laughs> of animals, because my idol was David Attenborough, still is, like <laughs> Sir David Attenborough. He yeah. was like my idol. I had all of his shit, all of his DVDs, all the videos, everything. Still, still got them, still watch them. I love that. <laughs> I love it. And I think, but I think there's an expectation there. I think we we do get fed a lot of, uh, even now, like I saw the new Beyonce documentary and uh, um, everything is always like, my whole life has been built into this. This is always what I want. And I think there is an element of that for people, but I think people forget that we're, you're, you're a real person. And this is my You've job. Got, and, this is your, and it's your mm. job. And actually you have hobbies and interests away from, yeah. you know, dancing with other people in in the same routine and yeah. singing songs. It's not everything you do. You don't go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, exactly. Um, but I love when people write, in, oh, look at them when they're going out on tour, cashing in. It's like, yeah, we are. It's our yeah. job. <laughs> we're not doing it for fucking free, are we? Do you know what I mean? It's like, of course we're cashing in. Of yeah. course I'm getting paid. It's my job. That's what I do. Um, how have you found it this time with the rest of the guys? Because everyone's gone off and done their own thing. Yeah. Um, how how is it with is it just like old friends is it it's completely different in the sense that I think everyone's now we're all older um, and they've all got kids as well so everyone's priorities have changed yeah. do you know what I mean like that isn't where it used to be one thing on to the next to the next to next it was our life you know what I mean you're working constantly where now you go and do your job and you go home to your family and your kids yeah. do you know what I mean so everyone's priorities are completely changed and it's the dynamic is completely different. Everyone's so happy. It's just, honestly, it's so, so, so nice. Just, everyone got, just feels really comfortable in their own skin as well, you know? And you've got a real nice vibe together still, which is great to see. We have a giggle. We do have a yeah. giggle. You can tell. And when you enjoy it, we enjoy it. Mm. And you can 100% tell that. Is there anything you would say to your younger self? This is a very RuPaul question, so forgive me. No, it's fine. Is there anything you would say now, going through what you've been through, that you would say to your younger self? What advice would that be? It doesn't matter. It, none of it that. matters. Like literally all this shit that you were stressed about, all the shit that I used to worry about and go, go and get panicked about. None of it matters. Like it's, I've had a brilliant career. It's been amazing. I've had a wonderful life, but it doesn't matter. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like if it all goes away tomorrow, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? So I used to, everything was so stressful. You I know was going to so say intense. you were a chronic overthinker. Oh God. Yeah. 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 yeah so think... worried about what people think about. Did a little, mm -hmm. don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? Cause it doesn't matter. I think that shows now as well. Mm. It shows. You seem very happy and very comfortable. Yeah. I'm so, so... Oh, and my affirmation, you know people have affirmations. Yeah. I've got one on my mirror and it just says, it's supposed to be fun. That's all it yeah. says. So whatever the day is holding for me, it's supposed to be fun. So just enjoy it. Don't yeah. stress. 
I need to. I need to remember that it's supposed to be fun. Sometimes it's. It's no because I catch myself not. and I'm like, oh god, why am I so stressed? It's like it's supposed, to, it's be supposed to be fun. You sing and dance for a living. Calm down. Yeah. Do you know I mean? <laughs> Chill out. Yeah. It's not. It's not the end of the world. Do you know what I mean? Okay, my love. Listen, we could chat for hours and hours, but I'd love to go for a little break. And after our break, we've got a little voice note from Billy, and we need to chat more. Yes. So here's the break, girls. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Gossip Gaze. Welcome back to the Gossip Gaze podcast. We're still joined by pop icon John Lee, S-Club superstar, and Lily May is still in the court. In fact, we we need a wet floor sign in the court. <laughs> so Lily May, she's in yeah, her element. We're I all am. in our element. I am. I actually do have a question if you don't mind me hopping in. Hop in. This is a Just group project, girl. Lis- listening to you talking then, because I'm thinking about uh, a lot of what we spoke about is that, you know, nowadays you see a lot more of the person behind the star than you used to, or at least you think you do. Yeah. And, you know, I think about how big you guys were and and how I guess we think we know you from the TV show and stuff but actually there's a person who you are when the mics are off when the camera's away when you're home in Cornwall or whatever yeah like what do you think people don't see about you or like what do you think people don't know about you that perhaps maybe you find difficult or maybe you want to keep more private like what's that side of yourself that perhaps people don't see I don't know really I think it's just like you were saying just just normal people doing a job Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean it's like I think back in the day as well, we were because we were targeted at target. That sounds aggressive. But we were <laughs> <laughs> aimed sounds even more aggressive. But we were targeted at like I think like eighteen, uh, eight to twelve year old girls was like wow. our main audience. So you, there was always a point of having to sort of edit what you were going to say in your head first. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, whereas now, like I say, you don't, I don't you care don't anymore. Yeah. Did you ever get caught out? Like, oh God, that's not age appropriate. Uh, smoking a spliff, yeah, that fucked, <laughs> fucked us up. Yeah. <laughs> Did it make the press? press? It was on the front cover of every fucking newspaper. I was on the ten o'clock news, what and was I remember it? I was with I was with my manager at the time, and it was it was really bad. I shouldn't laugh really, but um, I just remember turning to her going, "Oh my God, I've made it! I'm on the ten o'clock news." <laughs> <laughs> well, 
It's supposed to be fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you when that happened? 19. Oh, that's... And I mean, if you think about it, like, realistically... How many nineteen-year-olds will have done that? Well, yeah, Most, of course, I oh was my doing God, it yeah. last night. Yeah, Every teenager mean... starts experimenting with different things, whether it's drink or whatever. Yeah, you, yeah. they don't get don't plastered get 10 for it. News for it. No, we no, were we you got, in trouble with your yeah, family. I got really, really badly in trouble. What? <laughs> <laughs> what well, can... no, because we we were just about to sign. No, we on. were just about to sign a sponsorship deal with Sugar Puffs. <laughs> Which obviously couldn't Brilliant. couldn't no. happen. Um, we were we were doing the Pepsi that. chart show at the time. I think we were number one, number one or number two at the time, and uh, they pulled our performance. They didn't show it. It was like full and on. Is it only you that smoked it? No, it was me, Brad, and Paul. Oh, so at least it was. Three yeah, at of least you. it wasn't on our own. Yeah. Um, um, what else happened? I lost my visa for America, my visa for Australia, and even oh, that, sure. even now, even now on this tour for the because we were supposed to do the american leg of the tour in november yeah and we had to postpone it until february because i didn't get my visa that is so ridiculous because and it comes up on the place in america it's legal now i know well. it is but that was like what 22 mm-hmm. years ago 23 years ago and it comes up on on their system but since since then i've had two working visas yeah. for america so i don't know why it flagged up but um, they were like, oh, we need more information about what this was. I was like, well, A, it was 2001. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I've got my visa now, so we'll find Can it. I ask... Take a puff with Sugar Puffs campaign. That would be nice. In fairness, for munchies, for like munchie people, like sitting at home, <laughs> they would have fucking loved that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Sugar Puffs. Though. Do you know what? I just wanted to very quickly ask. I mean, you don't have to divulge too much, but what, what does getting in trouble look like when, you, when you're... Part of the biggest band in the world at the moment at that time. What? Because you obviously, like you're saying, it's you. It's a job still. Like it's a job. How did what? It. I mean, shout at you? No, 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 no. It's 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 nothing like that. I was. I was more worried about my mum. To be fair, yeah, of course. My mum. My mum was very upset, but it was more that it was everyone knew. Do you know what I mean? That's that's the thing you have to remember as well. When something like that happens to me, it wasn't just. My family knowing is every motherfucker in the yeah. world knew about it. Do you know what I mean? So that's, I think she was more embarrassed than anything else. But even like my cousins Shit. were, they got bullied at school. Oh, your cousin's a druggie, da, 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 this, do you know what I mean? It was really bad. You have to think of the knock on effect it yeah. has on other people. That must have been so scary because you, you I mean, you already said that you, you couldn't be out because it was plastered and actually had this experience. Of you can be a druggie, but you just can't be out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that must have been quite. Uh, scary for you thinking like oh god if this went front page news what if people know yeah yeah it was and to be fair i used to do interviews back in the day and i would always be terrified that today's the day today's the day that they're gonna ask me about boys or today's the mm. day they're gonna really? say yeah and you shit my pants absolutely terrified yeah that's such a mentally draining place mm. to be it is Which and it i think did, that mantra now works yeah and it did have a massive it still has i think had a massive impact on my mental health and the way i feel about my sexuality and the way I put myself out there in the world, do you know what I mean? Which is interesting to hear you say because I felt with your little sleeves cut off and your, your little camp numbers. Oh, I no, I'm loving she, it now. I know, yeah, oh, I'm going that's for it now. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, she's out, she's proud, she's yeah, yeah, working yeah. it. Yeah. you got the guns out, the sleeves off, the back and I, flips, But I have and to you... say, a lot of that has to do with Drag Race. They, really? Yeah, no, because I've watched these amazing performers and I've seen every episode of every fucking thing going. Oh. And... You know, these people that are so comfortable put out their confidence into the world yeah. and their art and their, you know, this is me, this is who I am. And it was actually quite inspirational, like, to watch That's it. And it's, and it's made 
me feel more comfortable to put myself out there as well. Who are your favourite queens? Me? Can't say Danny. Uh, I always <laughs> say that. That's what I did all weekend at track on. Who's your favourite? And then they go to say me again. You can't say me. Yeah. <laughs> I love Spanky Jackson. Do I you? fucking live for Spanky Jackson. And, um, oh, you're an international Jess franchise Jessica queen. Wild. You're a better queer than me. Uh, Jessica Wilde. I love Jessica Wilde. Who's your favourite British queens? Faye British. I love Ginger Johnson. Yeah. I, I knew she was going to win it. First episode, I was like, winner straight away. Uh, Viv, obviously. Yeah. Viv, she's amazing. Uh, who else? That'll do. I just want to ask another question. I um, just sorry. Do you feel like you've been interrogated? <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. You no, can take the spotlight off. What I, what, no, what I wanted to ask is because obviously we talked about um, you obviously not wanting to sort of or, or being worried about people asking you about your sexuality. I feel like a lot of, especially in young bands uh, and young men, quite sexualized, quite young, especially saying, you know, uh, you think of all the young bands and they want the female attention and stuff. Did you ever have that projected onto you, sort of like that you needed to appeal to a young female audience? And did you get asked about girls a lot? Were you overly sexualized in that way? Or did you find that that wasn't much of an issue? I think because I was so young, and even even when I was like 16, 17, I still looked about 14. I mean, I always looked really, really young. Mm. So it was kind of, it would have been weird to ask a child about sex. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I think I kind of got yeah, away with it. Yeah, weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you, but you, say, but you say that. You say that, but yeah, no. young bands are. You think you think about like Justin Bieber or One Direction. You yeah. know, they yeah, were true. asked about well, girls true, from true, such true. a young and age. I saw it yeah. on the Robbie documentary. Yeah. Like you can take mm. that with the same. He was the youngest in take that, and he and they would. That was exactly the same. For I that. think it helped being a mixed band as well. Mm. I think that took a lot of the. If you're all boys, in a, they're going to ask about girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Boys, yeah. boys and girls. It was. It was kind of. I don't know. We never. I, it never felt like we were pushed in that direction because it was more like we're a gang, we're a gang of friends, and you're all invited to be part of this group. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so it was more like friendship than sexual. I think. Yeah, and I think I've. I mean, I, I as a fan think I've felt that like I didn't think it was over sexualized but I always wonder with child stars you know there's so much you see or like you don't see because you see it on tv and yeah. then you miss it right so like behind the scenes how you're treated really like I feel like you uh, all come across really fair, well we were, all in, we were in swimming costumes for the first bloody three years when we lived yeah. like, the girls were in bikinis for like three years do you know what I've just kind of clicked as well I suppose you are a child star do you ever think of yourself as that because you you went into the industry so long young and you see you know there's child yeah. stars that go nuts and shave threads and... I did. And go, <laughs> I did. Do you I did. feel like you did? I, no, I did. I did go nuts and shave my head. I've got... Right. That's my driver's license. I'll show it to you afterwards. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Look like a right twat. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you seem like such a solid, sane, like just normal, just nice guy. Yeah, like you went, could easy be a cunt. It went there and then come... I'm all right did now. Did you? Yeah, I went down there though. That's why I sort of disappeared for a little while. Like I deleted all my social media and everything, sort of buggered what, off. What got you back? And the reason I ask is just in case someone else is in that position and hears this, obviously not in the position of, you know, number one singles and worldwide fame. But I mean, if someone's at that a rock bottom, because people don't think people like you have a rock bottom. Yeah. So what um, got you from that? Having a purpose. I felt like I didn't have a purpose anymore. And as soon as I found, well, I went traveling. I, I left the country. I was out of the country for like four years. Um, and when I went to India, I found this tiny little puppy who was really, really sick. Mm. And she was my reason for then for getting out of bed in the morning. Oh. Like, and she saved my life. I saved her. She saved mine. And so she gave me purpose because someone else's need, needed me. Do you know what I mean? 
So I had a reason to get up. I had to take her out. If I wanted to stay in bed all day, I couldn't. She needed to go out. She needed to be fed. And as soon as I had a purpose, it wasn't about me anymore. It was about her. And that really, really helped me um, get myself back on track. I love that. Thank you for sharing. No worries. Um, we're going to go from that to probably the worst impression, <laughs> Australian impression you've ever oh, had. Oh, is this, this Billy? Can I ask um, one more question before we leave? No. Sorry. Thanks. Yes, you can, of course. So before it's we like do... Parkinson's, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> I know, this is your this, life. This is my... Billy's not here, so I can ask questions. Oh, um, what I wanted to ask was like, is there anything that you still want to do? Is there anything that maybe even away from music, is there stuff that you still want to do either work-wise or just like personal ambitions that you want to go on to do? I think I'd quite like to vocal like a dance track or something like that. That's just cool. not, not to do with S Club, just like just a random vocal and a random dance yeah. track. I mean, I don't go clubbing or don't go out anyway, but just to, just to, hear, just to know people are dancing to it would make me happy. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. But apart from that, now I'm just sort of, everything for me now is a bonus. Like this new S Club tour was a bonus. Like everything that comes. We get it. You've cashed in. We get yes! it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. I fucking Good have. Good for yes. you, Kelly. Yeah. Good for you, yes. Kelly. Um, <laughs> let's go in here. This is, there was no way of me being a professional presenter and going from such a lovely story into Billy's awful accent. So let's just fucking hear what Billy's got to say. Hello, everybody, um, and everybody in the studio as well. Danny, Lily May, Sam, and of course our special guest, John. S. Blue. Oh no! <laughs> no but I'm sorry, I'll stop. Um, I am down under. Um, this is just like a little update of what I've been up to. I've got tales to tell you when I'm back about the fly. I've got tales to tell you about Australia, Tasmania, and New Zealand. I went skydiving, which was oh my god. I mean, I don't want to reveal too much about it. I think we're going to have a debrief when I'm back, but it was incredible. And that's all I'll say on the matter now. Um, Danny, I was listening back to our New Year's episode as well, and you said that the worst dick in and around Australia is from Tasmania. Now, I've not I've not had any of the local delicacies here, so I'm um, yet to report back on that. I'll try it. But I'm sure by the end of my trip we'll be able to compare so yeah um i'm super excited to um, be going to sydney this week again um oh but you'll get dick in sydney I've yes i've fed kangaroos i've not seen a koala so that's on my <laughs> list to do so this week the main um, aim is to see a koala bear and um get some australian dick <laughs> Lots of love to everybody. We really are the only podcast in the world with roaming reporters reviewing dick. <laughs> dick. Regional dick. We're real Internationally. People. International dick. John, uh, no, don't ask dick. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't actually know. Well, here, 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 definitely. Here. Here, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd say cuisine. here yeah. as well, actually. I had a lovely one over drag con weekend. <laughs> Lovely one. Together, it was a it was a, it was a nice thing to do together. Well, um, God, it's crazy in your booth, isn't it? No, not like that. Not at the booth. That's all. For, that's all for the fans. Has, 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 has anyone ever flirted with you in the booth? They, People they do flirt don't with me all the time in drag, and I'm like, what happened to you as a child in a Ronald McDonald party? that make you want to find this attractive. What I happened with your mum's tights? Exactly, I was just going to say, sitting on your mum's knee, rubbing her shiny tights. Seriously though, like, I get that I do like a bit of a body illusion and, you know, I've lost a little bit of weight and my legs look cracking and like a long heel, but I also think like, when it's all together, 
I look, I, I don't get it. If people find it hot, good for you, girl. But I'm not, <laughs> not, not for me. Um, listen, we've also had a little five star review here from someone called Wait, Greg. What? I said, oi, oi. Oh, I thought you said, all right. No, I, I was, I was oh, getting excited. Your arms, Sam. You look like you're not happy to be here. Oh, sorry. I was just getting comfy. That's nice. Is, that, is this, this more is, approachable? Is Saltburn inspired this look? It's, it is a bit, a bit, actually. I did really love Saltburn. It's he was hot, that guy. The, Jacob Elordi. The really tall guy. Yeah, yeah honestly. Yeah. Bathwater, Very get it. Okay. <laughs> and that, who's that main guy in it that Barry gives Keegan. big lesbian energy? Barry, Who Barry Keenan, yeah. Is going to be the next Keogan. Joker. He is already he? has been the Joker. Oh. For like two seconds. Yeah. Oh. For two seconds. Yeah. Stop nerding off. Stop this nerd. is out of my remit. Excuse me. He's going to be good though. Did you not watch the Batman? Robert Pattinson is sad emo boy Batman. Best one. I actually haven't even seen it, to be honest. Oh, so, okay. You, can win, you win the nerd off. <laughs> I'm still sitting waiting for Beyonce's film to be released on Sky so I can buy it. Yeah, nice. Barry Keegan's going to be Joker, isn't it? Well, I love him and I thought he was great, but uh, as a scouser, there was a few, there was a few slip-ups for me. Yeah. She went a bit Irish now. I, well, for I forgot where... They, they were meant to be from. There's some interpretation to that. Some people are... Because he starts off more northern, basically, and gets less and less. And some people are trying to suggest that part of the film is him putting on more of an accent to lie about his background, which, spoiler alert, he is. Because he gets he gets hotter throughout it as well. Like, when it yeah. first starts, he's quite... Because he finishes naked. We get it. <laughs> 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 no, but Spoilers. maybe that's part of it. Like he basically everything, he just gets like hotter and hotter as it goes, and maybe yeah. that's why his voice changes. So, mm. so he's like changing the Which whole is thing. very impressive. They managed to achieve that throughout the film. It was a bit. Um, what's the other one like that? Talented Mr. Ripley. That sort of vibe. It's not it's seen big that. Vibe. Is that yeah. good? It's brilliant. Yeah, it's really so good. So so good. Jude Law and Matt Damon. The very is that is and it a bit nuts like that? Where people compared Saltburn a lot to, like it's like a, a modern. Talented Miss Ripley. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It, it definitely takes some inspiration from it. Mm. John, if S Club were to have a Sophie Ellis Baxter salt burn moment, somebody dancing naked to one of your songs, I want to know who would you want to see dancing naked and what song should it be? And what crime did they commit? <laughs> Michael Fassbender. I really fancy Michael Fassbender. Okay. Just, he's an awesome actor. And it's, I've seen a film when he's got his knob out in it as well. He's, <laughs> I think he's, he's got it out in a few films. Yeah, yeah. He's really hot. So I think him sort of like covered in blood dancing around to maybe <laughs> Never a Dream Come True, just like really slowly and creepy. <laughs> oh, Do you know I what like I mean? Like, that. yeah. That would be quite, that'd be quite fun. I'm visualising, I'm yeah. visualising. Michael, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he don't watch this. It's at Mr. Jonathan Lee 82 on Instagram. Send me, send me a video. What's the 82 stand for? 1982. Oh. It's my year. Year I was born. What did, what did you think 82 stand for? I didn't know if it was like a, like a 69 thing for people in Cornwall. I know. <laughs> it was 82 different franchises of the S Club. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm counting. Yeah. Uh, listen, before we go today, we got a lovely five-star review from Greg, and I thought it would be really nice if you read it. Go it's for only it. about three lines. That's all right. Let's have a look. It doesn't mention me, so I thought I'm not, re- I'm not, I'm not going to read it. Right. <laughs> So this is from Greg and he says, Hi guys, love, love, love. My husband and I listen to your show every week. Thank you for providing a show that is just pure fun whilst talking about the stuff that matters to our community. Very nice. Hey. Very nice. And I love, love, love Thanks, that he Greg. said he loves, Greg. loves, loves his husband. It was like a bit of a dec- declaration of love for his husband, then a review. And if that's what you want to do... Hey. Although I think it was love, love, love. 
My husband and I. Oh. Yeah. I think I read it. Just a little performance. I know. Just Can a... we just go give a breath? <laughs> <laughs> Can we give a breath yeah. when there's a full stop, please? <laughs> no, I'm joking. John's not going to want to join us for any episodes. We have had an amazing day. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for oh. doing this. Um, I've loved it and I've loved having you on and I hope people hearing a bit, a bit more about you um, and getting into who you are and, and your life as a Maybe it's helped some people. Maybe they just find it absolutely fascinating because they're perverts. <laughs> maybe they just think I'm a twat. Yes. But, <laughs> and that's fine as well. Let's be real. Yeah. There's no way they're going to think you're a twat if they don't think I am because I, <laughs> I'm a professional twat. Yeah, you I are. Get you're a professional twat. twat. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> so, um, girls, gays and A's, if you want to write... Oh, do we have to do the plug? Yes. If yeah. you want to write in, are you... Letters at gossipgayspod.com. Or at Gossip Gaze on Instagram, or you can send us a WhatsApp. I can't mm. believe I'm doing this myself. It's all right. You, you produce I it. think you're nailing it, actually. You write mm. the theme tune, you sing the theme tune. You edit True. the theme do, tune. Do, 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 do. Um, and exciting, because John's going to um, join us for the next couple of episodes as well, uh, as Billy is away. So that's super fun. So thank you, John. Thank so you if you write in, it might actually be read out by John. John. What there we go. Or Thank if you, you send your pics and you <laughs> might you get me now. I know, honestly, I'm out of Cornwall you get now. I'm a fruity girl. <laughs> it wouldn't even be the first time someone sent nudes to the podcast. Yeah. So it's not a They do go through me first. I feel like I should stress that. You so edit. pick the best ones for John. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to be getting secondhand dick pics for John. Somehow. <laughs> There's no more tights. No tights. <laughs> Well, listen, girls, gays and nays, John is going to be helping solve problems and putting the world to right for the next couple of weeks. So how many weeks? Just just next week. Just so we've had this week. week and next week. Just next week. We've got it all to come. Then our Billy's back. Yeah, fuck her. Should we get rid? Yeah. <laughs> if her if if ship sinks, will you stick around? Well, let's just see. If your viewership goes up, I'll stay. If it drops down, I'll fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> if it goes up, we're going to have to start yeah. dishing out big, big bucks. I'm going to have to take a cut of my 5p a week. Um, thank you, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. The Gossip Gaze. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.